3: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon.
4: Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. It's a gorgeous day. this Thursday afternoon here in Western Pennsylvania for the second consecutive day in this many, 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 many months. The sun is
5: shining. My body's coursing with vitamin D.
4: How about that? I love it. I mean, two days in a row? I get used to this, right?
5: It's cold, though, man.
4: It's gonna be super cold tomorrow and especially tomorrow night. Is it? Uh high tomorrow I think is thirteen. I think so. And the low is like eight. Really? High of thirteen. Oh. Yeah. It hasn't been that bad. I mean, we had that cold Christmas. Christmas, yeah. But Christmas other than was that. super cold. Yeah, it's been pretty easy. And okay, weather wise, I know this is this one you talk Phil. Phil's doing uh six more weeks.
5: Phil saw a shadow today in Punxsutawney, mm-hmm. and uh, buckle up.
4: Six more weeks. It's been an easy winter. It
5: has been super easy. We Seriously. We have absolutely nothing to complain nothing about. Nothing at all. It's been piece, cakey. Piece of cake, yeah. It's been absolutely cakey. Although,
4: we could be right for like a big storm in March, or, right?
5: Do you remember, maybe 94, we had, what year were you born, Lexi. Wait, we can't... 99. I love it. Nin- this is before you were born.
4: 1999. Party like it's... Yeah. <laughs>
5: 94, Lexi, in March, we had an ice storm in Pittsburgh. Mm. And it was like something out of the silent planet. I like it. I mean, it, it was so yeah. frozen mm. and so cold. And it was like in the middle of March. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. The entire city shut, shut down. Shut down for a couple of days. Completely shut down. Yeah.
4: Yeah. What, what's your birthday, Lex?
5: Mine is July 26th. July,
4: oh, wait till we July celebrate. It's be on. Very <laughs> nice. Very nice and dirty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, So super cold. Phil says six more. Now, here's the deal. Phil only gets it right 40% of the time, which means yeah, I mean, he's worse are... than a coin, a coin toss.
6: Yeah.
5: I mean, so why are we trying? Mean, what kind of record I'm is that? I'm not sure how this started, uh, but I love the movie.
4: Groundhog? Oh, Fab. I Addie love McDowell, the movie. Bill Murray. He... Becomes a much better man, he doesn't
5: does he? He does become a better Gets man. It,
4: he starts off a little shaky. Uh-huh.
5: There's a lot that <laughs> needs uh, yeah, fixing at the beginning. Adjusting That's so good. Okay, so
4: the people in Punxsutawney say they are not about the movie.
5: Okay, now I heard a guy on the radio this morning yeah. who's the head of the... Um, like the, commission. the committee, yeah, yeah, and he's not the, not the guys with the hats. Okay, he's the head of like the planning committee, like for all the functions. Okay, yeah, sure. And he said they're all about the movie.
4: Oh, what really? Yes. He
5: said we love the movie. He said he said what has Bill Murray ever screwed up movie wise? We're so honored and we love everything about it. We oh, celebrate fabulous, it
4: great. We can. Now, see, I heard the opposite. They okay. were like, we're not about the movie. We're about Phil. Oh come on! I mean, it, it, the How movie really put it there on there the been? map. Oh. Multiple, multiple, multiples. You know, Phil lives full time in the Punxsutawney Public Library, where in 1970, they built a new library with a special glass enclosure for him and his mate, Mrs. Phil. <laughs> Isn't that cool?
7: Yeah, that I is mean, cool. I mean, the whole
4: town loves it. Apparently, they do a gigantic uh, pep rally in the high school the day before. They're
5: doing a big ball. R-
4: the Groundhog Ball?
5: Yeah. Where you 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 wear like gowns see that's so fun things. that's
4: like super cool you know cheesy small town yes, America yeah I love it so much yeah that's excellent. have you ever
5: been to Punxsutaw? I have not yeah. you uh one time when I was little I don't remember a thing about it
4: you want to stop in there and get like you know Psini t-shirt or something yeah right a Phil I guess. t-shirt
5: anyway so Six more weeks. Wear your scarf.
4: Listen, if we, six more weeks have been like these past six weeks, I know. Then who cares? I'll take it. Who cares? Okay, Kath. uh, Very uh, busy news day. uh, Phil, notwithstanding, they all are. So, without further ado, please, Kath, give us the news stories, the top four at four. It's
5: Thursday, February second, people, Mm -hmm. twenty twenty three. Number one. The House today voted to remove Representative Ilhan Omar from her seat on the House Foreign Affairs Committee over her past controversial comments about Israel, ousting the Minnesota Democrat in a show of force by the newly empowered Republican majority. Reading here from CBS News, they said that the vote on the resolution to remove Omar from the panel was 218 to 211, falling strictly along party lines. The resolution cited tweets and comments that Omar made in 2019 and 2021, in which she invoked anti-Semitic tropes, including criticism of pro-Israeli politicians as being, quote, all about the Benjamins and compared the U.S. and Israel to Hamas and the Taliban. The remarks drew criticism at that time from fellow Democrats as well as Republicans. Speaker McCarthy said, there are many committees Omar can serve on, but the Foreign Affairs Committee, given the sensitivity of its work, isn't one of them. Mm
4: -hmm. You see, AOC went crazy today. Did you see the clip? No, I did not. Oh, my god! Why'd she lose her mind? Oh, she surely did.
5: Why? Because... Screaming
4: and yelling at her friend. Yeah. Just going nuts. Defending her. Mm -hmm.
6: Okay.
5: Number two. The Namibian government has announced that the number of rhinos poached in the southern African nation nation reached a record high last year, rising by 93% in 2021. I hate that. 87 rhinos killed in 2022, 61 black rhinos, 26 white ones, compared to only 45 in the previous year. Um, most of the recorded poaching incidents occurred in Itasha, Namibia's largest national park. What? Yeah. So um, apparently poaching efforts are masterminded by well-funded criminal syndicates seeking to push rhino horn under the black market to fund other illegal activities. Is that depressing? Sure. It's from ABC News. You can read more about that in the details there. Number three, Pittsburgh Mayor Ed Gainey wants to triple the number of city police officers patrolling downtown and what? open a new public safety center there, according to city officials. I'm reading here from the Trib that Ganey spokeswoman Maria Montano said the mayor's downtown public safety initiative has been in the works for more than a year and it would increase the number of police based in downtown during peak hours of activity. How about that? He seemed an- he seemed relatively anti-cop before he came into office. Yep. Now all of a sudden he realizes if we don't have police, we don't have, yeah. we don't well, have anything. We don't have anything. Well good luck anything.
4: finding men and women who want to be police officers. Exactly.
5: And number four, Governor Josh Shapiro is a court is ordering many state employees to return to the office. Come on back and stop working at home. That's your top four at four.
4: Very nice. Apparently, uh,
5: wow, I like that. Well, I was like, we started again, but then we stopped. Yeah,
4: the new governor was only the third governor in PA history to be with Phil today.
5: How about he thought mm-hmm. that was important to yeah, express cool. solidarity with the? I like it with the groundhog out
4: there. You know, hobnobbing. At Cobblers Knob,
5: what do you think about Josh Shapiro saying that state employees should return to the office? Good, good. Let's go. Mm-hmm.
4: I think everybody should go back.
5: Yep. He now. Now listen. Everyone. Let, everyone. <laughs> okay. Listen to this. This is according to the Trib. Twenty three hundred state employees, many of whom have been working a hybrid schedule, mm-hmm. okay, and allowed to work remotely, will now have to report to the office at least three days a week. Well, how <sighs> hard is that? It's not hard at all. Come into the office three days Come a week. Come on in.
4: Come on downtown. We need some people downtown. Do we not?
5: Yes. The
4: heck. All right.
5: I'm telling you, there's just too much that we lose by being isolated.
4: Look at us up here. Yeah. There's nobody in this building. I mean,
5: there's nobody. Look yeah. In. And we're we're just so much better for being for working with people Got than right. working with people online.
4: Yep. Okay. We'll take a quick break. Yeah. Pastor Bill Glaze, how to age gracefully? Mm, he's Very doing nice. it. Yes. That's our next. Uh, Next guest, our first guest, Aging Gracefully. It's the ride home. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on Word FM.
8: 101.5 WORD. Plan
1: now to join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clipper. It's our Valentine dinner cruise, Friday, February 10th. A special night out for sweethearts, couples, and friends. Enjoy a delicious dinner buffet in the romantic warmth of the Gateway Clippers empress as you take in spectacular views of the city skyline. Boarding time is 6 p.m. Book now at wordfm.com. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers and Cornerstone Television.
9: First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000.
10: Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong.
4: Pastor Bill Glaze is back with us. Bill's a pastor at Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Hey, Bill, how are things?
14: Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, always looking forward to being with you guys on the first Thursday of the month.
4: Very nice. Like clockwork, here you are, kind of like these swallows <laughs> returning to Capistrano. Hmm?
14: That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's the. Hey, you know, I just preached on that this Sunday.
4: What's that? The swallows returning?
14: Yeah. Get out. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, I was preaching on on worry, and I was talking about how God takes care of the birds. And I said, if God innately puts it in the swallows to return the Capistrano every year uh, on the same day, I said, can he take care of us? Fabulous. Wouldn't you love to see that? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome.
4: Okay, Bill, uh, I think you and I are are fairly similar in age. and, And I love what you came here to talk about today, which is? Aging gracefully. You've been thinking about this,
14: right? Well, you know, I've, I've been uh, teaching Bible study through Ecclesiastes, and uh, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar. I'm, I'm sure you are. You're a Bible scholar, you and Kathy, uh, with Ecclesiastes chapter 12, where it talks about the aging process. And you know, if you if you look for, if you look at that, you know, we don't have a lot to look forward to. Uh, if I could just share from Ecclesiastes 12 for a second. It it says, uh, in the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and that refers to the arms and the hands growing weak and beginning to shake. It said, when the strong men uh, shall bow themselves, and that talks about the legs uh, bowing and growing feeble. When the grinders cease because they are few, uh, that's talking about losing teeth. Uh, When those that look out of the windows are darkened, that means your eyesight begins to fail. Uh, The doors shall be shut in the streets. That deals with the sinking lips. Mm. When the sound of grinding is low, that means you have a hard time hearing. And you shall rise up at the voice of a bird. Uh, That means at the slightest bit of noise that you wake up in the morning. Uh, The daughters of music are brought low. You know, that talks about the voice becoming weak and Mm. vocal cords beginning to tremble. Uh, Then you are afraid of that which is high. Uh, that refers to a fear of height, Uh, fear in the way, you know, talk about, you know, elderly people have a hard time walking in the streets and the almond tree shall flourish. That talks about the hair turning gray and turning white. Uh, So, you know, I could go on because there's a lot of other stuff in there. But I think you get the picture is that when we when we look at aging, you know, as as the Bible uh, presents it in Ecclesiastes, you know, it, it seems like a very daunting process. And so, you know, it's it, it behooves us to be able to uh, age gracefully. You know, I was uh, I was reading this one thing. It says that old folks are worth a fortune. Uh, they have silver in their hair, gold in their teeth, stones in their kidneys, lead in their feet, and gas in their stomachs. So uh, that, that, that that lets you know how 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 rich we are, right? And and so uh, we we have something to look forward to. And, you know, uh, in spite of how Psalm presents the aging process in Ecclesiastes 12, uh, there's a passage in Psalm that I, I just love. It says that the righteous shall flourish like palm trees and shall grow like the cedars of Lebanon. And then it goes on to say, they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. And, you know, when you look at a palm tree, you know, it uh, lives between 100 and 200 years. The cedars, uh, you know, some, in, in some places they say there are cedars that are still around even when Solomon uh, uh, was alive. So when we, when we look at the fact that uh, the psalmist is comparing, you know, old age to, you know, trees that live a long time, and then it says that we shall be uh, uh, fat, and that means full of sap, full of life and then it it says that we shall be flourishing that we shall be uh green and and so you know you look at that and and it lets us know that we don't have to resign ourselves to this uh aging process yeah yeah we are getting old uh every one of us you know i don't care how young you are you know you you are getting older uh and so we need to realize that uh with this this process that we go through that we can age gracefully and so as you know as we look at uh, gra- uh, aging gracefully, you know, there's just a couple things that I'd like to share with you that, that will help us in this process.
5: Go uh, for it. We want first, to hear it, Bill.
14: Yeah. The, the first thing is, is that we have to avoid negativity uh, because uh, there's statistics and surveys that are out that says that older people uh, who are happy have a 35% lower risk of dying than people who are unhappy. Mm. And positive people, you know, are less likely to develop diseases, or if they get some disease, you know, they're able to cope with it and deal with it a lot better. So, you know, as as we age, you know, we need to, you know, uh, not deal with a lot of negativity in our life. And, you know, you you look at things there's enough negative things in the world today sure and if you know we yeah. become overwhelmed with those things you know that's not helping us out in in the aging process that you know we need to you know take a positive spin on life we need to you know look at life you know from a positive perspective you know somebody made the comment that you are, are only as old as you feel and so you know we know that <laughs> I, I know sometimes the aches and pains that get in our body you know we might not feel uh, the best that we want to feel, but if we just have a good mindset, if we just have a good attitude about the aging process and and don't complain about, you know, the aging process and don't complain uh, continuously mm-hmm. about all the aches and pains that we have, you know, that there's a certain uh, degree to which that negativity uh, draws us down. Uh, another thing that we need to do is control stress in our lives. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that stress uh, causes us to be 10, look ten years older, and and stress can bring on problems like sleeplessness, depression, heart disease, and and so you know we've got to find a way not only to reduce negativity in our life, but even to reduce stress. You know there was a uh, a uh, you know, like I said I preached a message this past Sunday on uh, anxiety, and uh and I, I looked at up one statistic and it said that eighty five percent of things that we worry about. Never even yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 80, 85%. And so, you know, we get we get stressed out. You know, I I heard the story about uh, an elderly gentleman. He was uh, standing at the bus stop waiting uh, to catch the bus, and he was standing there with a friend. And uh, a young man came along and asked him, hey, Sir, can you tell me what time it is? And he just ignored him. He said, Sir, can you tell me, you know, what time it is? And he, he just ignored the young man. And so him and his friend uh, got on the bus, and the guy said to his friend, he said, the guy just wanted to know the time. How come you couldn't tell him what time it was? He said, well, if uh, I told him what time it was, he might have wanted to come home with us. If he came home with us, he might have found out that I have a daughter. If he found out that I had a daughter, they might get engaged. And if he found out, if they got engaged, then uh, they might get married. And I don't want my daughter marrying someone that can't afford a watch. And so, you know, you, 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 know, you look at you know, you look at things that we that we stress about and you know a a lot of the things that we stress about don't even uh you know don't even come to pass and and yet still that you know those are the things that that wear us out you know another thing that i and and you might find this surprising and uh because i know i like i like to watch tv but it says that you know uh don't watch a lot of tv as you as you grow older and one of the reasons because you know you know studies have shown in uh, one Australian study, said that every hour of TV you watch after the age of 25 takes 22 minutes from your life expectancy. What? And, uh, and it, yeah, that's that's a lot. I'm gonna have to send you the reference on this uh, on this yeah. study. Uh, yeah, But I'm uh, dead. And, and then then you know the other thing you think about uh, watching a lot of TV actually adds to a sedentary lifestyle and social isolation so you know here you know you can see how you know that would affect the aging process so you know it's you know there are some things that we can do you know to age uh gracefully uh you know definitely you know staying engaged mentally you know uh you know that's that's why you know i love coming on your show and i love listening to your show because You know, it engages me mentally, the guests that you have on as they talk about, you know, uh, contemporary issues and they talk about, you know, issues that are related to life. And just being able to gauge keeps you on top of uh, on things uh, mentally and and even socially, you know, to to stay interactive socially with with individuals, you know, that uh, if we become isolated, you know, you know, we just add to the decline. Uh, in our lives, so you know, they, again, there are you know several things that we can do personally to take control of of, of the aging process. Now, again, you know, the, sometimes you know people deal with illnesses which they have no control over, yep. and uh, and and so you know you have to you know figure that into the equation too. But as as much as we can within ourselves, you know, we need to try to control you know uh, the the process and to age gracefully. Excellent, Bill. That's really, really good it
5: stuff. Really is, uh, Bill. Speaking of aging gracefully, uh, did you hear that? Of course, Tom Brady retired. Did you hear that Robert Kraft wants him to sign a one-day contract so he can retire as a Patriot? And how do you feel about that?
14: Oh, you know what? I didn't. Uh, I knew he retired, but I didn't know that. I, you know, personally, I think it would be a great idea because yeah. you know he spent most of his career as a, a New England Patriot. So uh i i see no i see no issue with that you know after all whether you agree with it or not he is the goat he, he is, is the greatest of all times
6: i
5: agree are you a fan
14: <laughs> well you know what i used to get in trouble uh because if pittsburgh didn't make the playoffs or the super bowl mm-hmm. i was always for whatever team brady was on so yeah. i i am a i am a fan of tom brady so yeah. there's a lot of people in pittsburgh that uh i've, I've made enemies with you were you know, gonna I, you're gonna
5: like if the if the Patriots are Here going comes, against Bill. the Giants? You were going to root for the Patriots? Yeah. yeah, yeah Or the yeah. Eagles?
14: Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan, yeah. too.
5: What, what? Bill, I'm a fan. Yeah. I don't understand either. Because he's a yeah.
14: goat. I just like, yeah, I like Tom Brady because yeah, he's the greatest of all time. He won seven so, I,
4: Super Bowls and he got five Super Bowl MVPs.
5: Uh, what about him being a cheater? Well,
4: I don't think he's a well, cheater. What's that? Deflate-gate. Deflate-gate no, was nothing. I don't
5: think, I don't think the he deflate had nothing it. to do with oh, that of the, of the taping? Come on, Come you know on, he did. Of Kathy. course, he benefited. with knew be what the jealous. defensive calls were. I am don't jealous. I'm totally De- jealous, Bill. But, but, but,
14: but, but, but you know what, Kathy? Even if, you know, I, I'm not saying that they did cheat, but even if they did cheat, he still has to go out there. And he has to throw that football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has to connect with those receivers. No, I know. Uh, so, you know, that's... You know, <laughs> that's the bottom line thank he's you the, bill he's
5: the goat but i don't have to like it okay all
14: right okay all right <laughs> what the heck
5: <laughs> Bill's like okay i gotta Thanks, get out bill. of this conversation listen
4: i think i think that you're following your own advice i believe that you are you aging are you're gracefully.
5: aging terrifically can you mm-hmm. talk about the
14: church yeah well you know I, I i appreciate your prayers we're still waiting on the occupancy oh, from the department. city of pittsburgh what's going on city oh. Well, you know what, it it seems like, you know, we address one thing, and then once we address it, then something else comes Mm -hmm. up. So uh, I think, you 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 ever see that game, uh, Whack-A-Mole? Oh, yeah, Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like I'm playing, Whack-A-Mole. You know, you you address the parking, and you you hit that down, and then something else pops up. So, you know, we we know that God is at work, and eventually uh, in his time we're going to be able to get into our new sanctuary. But until then, You know, we continue to worship and praise the Lord. Very good. Let's pray for the city inspectors. The heck. Amen. Amen. Amen.
5: Good to talk to you, Bill. Yeah,
4: Bill. Always a pleasure.
5: Check out Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. It is such a wonderfully warm group of congregants. Seriously, I love the church. So you can check it out. You can find more information about it online. All right. Coming up next.
4: Cutting on the weather.
5: This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home.
15: My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called Quote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year.
16: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials.
12: This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief accredited debt relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for they've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are a rated with the better business bureau so don't wait get the relief you need during these hard economic times for this free information call the accredited debt relief hotline now call 800-786-2300 800-786-2300 that's 800-786-2300.
0: Discover the magnificence of the Mediterranean with Alistair Bay and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Nine life-changing days of powerful worship, Bible study, and history. Sign up now, at deeperfaithcruise.com.
8: We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. At wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey.
14: There's always a moment of truth where... It's either put up or shut up. We were yelling our hearts out. Even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I don't know where the pain went to, but all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. PFC Darrell Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES.
17: We'll see a snow squall late tonight, accumulating a coating to an inch, otherwise breezy with increasing clouds. Squalls can bring whiteout conditions at times. Expect a nighttime low of 13. Partly sunny tomorrow, breezy, much colder with a couple of snow showers and a high of 16. Partly cloudy and cold tomorrow night, low 7. Times of clouds and sun Saturday, the high 31. Expect temperatures to rebound over the weekend after the brief cold snap. With your you Weather Forecast,
4: I'm Drew Shannon. Legalized betting has become a multi-billion-billion-billion-dollar empire, right? I mean, the days of flying to Vegas or Atlantic City, you you can bet from your phone whatever you want to do, right? Whatever game Mm -hmm. is out there. Now, apparently, people who are, I would say, addicted to gambling have taken it to a whole other level because there is a flurry, no pun intended, of people who are actively daily Sometimes hourly betting on the weather, the weather will we have rainfall? how much snow will we get? who will be the fir- when will be the first day of snowfall?
5: people are betting on that yep on mm-hmm. that their- oh my gosh
4: weather betting uh emerged and then gained uh, popularity during the pandemic uh, when the pandemic hit um March madness well, that went away mm-hmm. right most people were remember uh, no nCAA tournament that right. year. Uh, so was everything awful. was shut down. So those who are invested in the betting lifestyle, my guess is you probably know somebody, right? Sure. It's big, big business. And it takes on all shapes and forms. So why not bet on the weather, people are saying? But can you imagine? That's
5: That seems like when you know there's a problem. <laughs>
4: yeah, I think so. What's interesting is when you see these betting ads... You know, there's Jamie Foxx or whatever. And always, the last three seconds, some hyper-fast voiceover. If you have a gambling problem. Why? What's going on there? Mm -hmm. No one's paying any attention. That's a legal thing that they're required to do. I don't know.
5: I find sports betting really sad also, and here's why. Because we're so fortunate (laughs) To be able to be living in a time when sports are so incredibly entertaining. Yeah, if you're
4: a sports fan, I mean,
5: incredibly entertaining. The NFL is such an that's an it's it's violent, it's dangerous, and it's an epic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Pitt, North Carolina, last night. Hail to Pitt! It by a the great way, game, wasn't hail it? to Pitt! Um, and it's so entertaining. And I feel like we're never satisfied. We're never just happy to be watching a game right. that's awesome because now that's not quite great enough. Now we have to put something on it so that it is awesome for us.
4: And you know, you bring up college sports. How about these young college players who are now going to be, you know, by the boatload millionaires? Right. That's going to change the nature because of name, now, image, likeness, and that doesn't change college sports. It changes high school sports,
5: and it changes them. Yeah. As people, it changes them as people. We are going to rue the day, as they say. We're going to re- yeah, we're gonna regret that name image likeness thing. I know the NCAA was making a kajillion dollars on other people's names. I get that. But I don't know if the right response was to give all that cash to people who are 19 years old. Right. I 17, just,
4: 18, 19 years I old. mean, I
5: couldn't balance a checkbook when I was 19. No. I think I could manage that.
4: Take a quick break. Come back. Side Gartz with us. He's going to talk about scientific controversy in Christendom. That's next.
8: Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. new music.
2: New music from Casting Crowns, Desert Road. Something better from Blanca. And if the Lord builds the house from Hope Darst. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music.
8: 101.5 Word FM on the weekend.
18: Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit.
10: 800-746-3737. 800-746-3737.
4: 800-746-3737. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow Tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. Maybe you're an elder in a local congregation or a deacon
1: wanting to serve your church more faithfully. Dr. Barry York on the Master of Theological Studies program at RPTS. The wonderful thing about the MTS degree is you can
17: actually do it all online. So they can take the degree online and grow in that
1: theological ability that will allow them to either teach or work more faithfully in their local congregation. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at
4: rpts.edu. Cy Gart's back with us. Cy's been a regular guest of our show over the years. He is the author of The Works of His Hands A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. And, Cy, you spend your life writing, thinking, publishing, musing, learning about science. Uh, today, you join us to talk about controversy, scientific controversy. Please open that door.
19: Okay. Well, you know, uh, You often see in the media something like uh, a headline that says, science says, and then there's a very spectacular (laughs) statement afterwards. And of course, scientists hate when we see that because science never says anything. It's scientists who say things (laughs) and they don't always say the same thing. And that's an important thing for people to understand. Um, You know, we're very used to controversy in our world these days. We certainly get plenty of it from politicians and all kinds of folks. Uh, We even get it sometimes in the church. We have people disagreeing about the interpretation of a line of scripture. We have different denominations that, that don't agree, have not agreed for centuries on various things. But what people don't usually I don't think most people realize is that that idea of controversy is always present in science as well. In fact, every field. So uh, it's very important to understand that when a, a headline comes out saying something like science says, or scientists have found, they're generally referring to one group of scientists who have made a discovery, perhaps published a paper Maybe somebody wrote an article about it, but it could be controversial within the field of science. And you you know that this is true if you if you ever look at a scientific paper, you will always see at the end in the discussion the writers of the paper will say things like, uh, we we think that this is that this, These experiments uh, provide evidence for our idea, but uh, on the other hand, so and so published something quite different, and you know they have to. It's kind of required to to recognize the fact that there are differences in opinion. Now, what happens usually in in any field of science is that a new idea or a new piece of evidence is brought up and it has to be confirmed by other people. Sometimes it's not. That's happened to me. I I published a paper once uh, making a statement uh, claim. And actually it was a friend of mine. uh, A colleague uh, published another paper saying, well, we didn't find that. Mm. And uh, you know, it was a little bit of a controversy. It got resolved quickly because when our team repeated our experiments, it turned out they were right. Uh, what we thought we had found was not really there. So these things happen all the time. And usually they're way outside of the public eye. Yeah. And also usually those controversies eventually get resolved, as mine was, because people keep doing experiments. If there's two people who just won't agree, three or four others will come in and do their own studies. and. Usually that will come down on one side or the other, but not always. Some controversies persist for years and decades, and there are several examples of that. So I, I wanted to sort of bring this point up so that people will realize that science does not speak with one voice until sufficient data, sufficient amount of evidence is presented so that there's a consensus, so that most people, there will always be exceptions, but most people in that field, most of the experts will say, yeah, this this is convincing. Uh, I believe that that is correct, even though I may have originally disagreed. And there are many examples of that in history.
5: Is it usually a respectful dialogue, Sy? Si?
19: Good question. Usually it is a respectful dialogue. There are exceptions. One of the One of my stories is about when I was a I think I was a postdoc and I went to a scientific meeting and there was a very famous uh, virologist uh, who was berating a young man standing at a poster. They were having a very fierce disagreement. And that young man was the postdoc of an equally famous virologist, a woman. Uh, her name was Charlotte Friend. She she was the discoverer of the Friend leukemia virus, very important virus. And she came over and began, I'm not going to mention the other man's name, but uh, she came over and uh, chastised him politely, told him to stop bullying her postdoc, and uh, that it was inappropriate, and because everybody was nodding their heads, and he got very sheepish and walked away. <laughs> so it can happen. It's rare. Yeah. But generally, the tone is respectful. Occasionally, it can get very heated, especially if there's any political or social issue that may be connected to whatever we're talking about. I mean, you can think about global warming or the vaccines or all kinds of things which are, you know, tinged with political fervor. And that always makes it difficult. Right. But I'm not talking about those.
4: So, sorry, what you're describing in the scientific community, in many ways, has the same roots in the theological community, doesn't it?
19: Yes. Yes. There's a lot of parallels between science and, and theology. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something I'm very interested in. And I, I've written about it. And uh, some of has yet to be published, but it, hopefully it will be soon. And uh, one, this is one of them. I mean... Um, you know, I, I often get amused when atheists say, oh, Christianity is just dogma. Everybody has to believe the same thing. And then in the next breath, they'll say, why are there so many different denominations of Christianity? <laughs> well, those two don't go together. There are different denominations of Christianity because we don't have a dogma that everyone believes. We we have various views on many things. So, uh, you know, it, Yes, uh, John, I, I, I think you're, you're right. There is, you know, as I, as I said at the beginning, there are controversies about all kinds of things in, in, uh, in theology. Um, and generally, as far as I know, uh, it's also respectful. Uh, yeah. People will listen to each other. Uh, they'll quote each other. They may not agree. And I think both science and theology are teaching all of us a very, very important lesson which is that, and this is actually a lesson that Jesus and his followers wanted to teach also, which is that you don't have to agree with everything that somebody else says, but you have to love them anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And boy, wouldn't it be great if we could learn and put that lesson into effect.
4: I We were talking to somebody the other day, Si, and he was talking about contempt right mm-hmm. how can how contemptuous our society is today mm-hmm. that the sure. idea of people getting along or looking at different viewpoints that's a rare thing in today's uh, structure especially you know in this mad world of social media
19: it, it really is and and uh you know i i tweet a lot and i have a lot of followers and uh, some of my tweets get a lot of attention sometimes from atheists and i have found that there are many who just you know strike out and i block them i don't i don't think that's appropriate on the other hand i've had some very interesting dialogue with atheists uh who are and we're mutually respectful so it's possible uh and of course with other christians there are things that we we disagree with and in most cases we we still love each other i mean uh you know we may disagree on details of the science involved in creation or whatever mm. Uh, But, you know, we agree on the fundamentals, and that's what counts, is Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. He died and rose from the dead, and we follow him, and we follow his words, and and, and that's, you know, beyond dispute. But even if you don't follow Jesus, even if you're an atheist, you don't believe in God, it's still possible to have a respectful, Mm non-contemptuous, that's a great word there, uh, conversation and discussion and and because we're human beings and that's what we should do. Mm
6: -hmm. Yeah.
5: Cy, last question for you. One of the things I've always admired about the scientific community, um, and, uh, just the way it operates as far as peer review goes, Mm -hmm. I think that the, the point of looking for truth is really an important one, and as long and so I wish we could I could see more of that outside the scientific community with the kind of respect that's in the scientific community because it, it just it devolves really terribly, and so I hate to throw out the baby with the bathwater. I don't want I mean yes I don't want all this discord, but I also don't want us to keep really searching and trying to find out what's true.
19: Yeah, no, I agree, and 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 uh, of course, and I think that. It doesn't help the search for truth to, to take a, as, as John said before, a, a contemptuous attitude or an attitude of, of disdain mm-hmm. towards people who don't agree with you. I, I think that that hurts, the search for truth. Uh, and on the other hand, as you were, I think, Kathy, as you were implying, is that healthy disagreement is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know who's—I didn't know who was right in that controversy I had with right. my colleague. I—I I thought I was right, but it turned out I was wrong. And you know, when I found that out, there was no question about it. I didn't feel bad or guilty. I didn't feel like I was somehow less of a scientist. It wasn't—it was not a, a deliberate mistake. Mm-hmm. It was an honest error that we made that was easily explained. Right. And uh, we just didn't have enough samples, you know. We just didn't have enough statistical power, and right. and that happens. Uh, and so everything ended up, you know, fine. And uh, we made a little a little step of progress towards truth in that case. And that that's what we always try to do. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons that scientists know that it's great to disagree. It's actually valuable because that's we don't know who's right. So it, it's foolish to say well. I'm against you because I don't agree with you, because you don't know if you're right. Right. And, you know,
4: you think about all the thousands and thousands of Christian denominations there are, and if we would just agree to agree on the significant aspects of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, born Uh here in this world, crucified, died, buried, raised from the dead, I mean, the world would be a better place, and it would save a lot of us a lot of pain and rancor.
19: Absolutely. And, and you know, the differences, I call the differences details and we know who lives in the details, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm so uh, we don't want to get trapped. <laughs> we, I, you're right, John. We, we want to focus on what counts and where we agree and move on from there.
4: Excellent. So it's always a pleasure. Thanks for stopping by and being with us again.
19: My pleasure.
4: Take care, guys. Cy Gart, you can find him on social media, Twitter, of course. His book, The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Cy Garth, G-A-R-T-E. We'll take a quick break. Come back. We're just getting underway here. The Ride Home, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk.
16: What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner.
20: Optima Tax Relief Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com
9: Good Housekeeping just released its list of 65 New Year's resolutions to make you a better and happier you. They're good things, but no surprise. Not one of them includes worship. Why not resolve to get to know the Creator, the one who knows you inside and out? This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. Join us Sundays at 1045. This year, resolve to come back to church.
15: My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month.
20: SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials.
4: Okay, here's a sad, crazy story. A Bell Township woman... um, sued a bar this week because she was uh, left a quadriplegic when she was served too much alcohol and she fell off a bar stool. It's horrible. A woman, I won't say her name, from Avonmore uh, contends her injuries two years ago were caused by negligence of the staff at the Lone Star Inn where she was uh, continuously served vodka and beer despite being visibly intoxicated as a result of being served alcoholic beverages by the defendants. After she was visibly intoxicated, the plaintiff was caused to fall from a bar stool, causing her to suffer serious injuries and damages. Jeez Louise, I mean.
5: Okay, that's a terribly tragic story. You can't blame the bar for that.
4: Well, they did continue to serve her. I mean, if you see, if you're a bartender,
5: it's your duty
4: not to serve someone. Is that
5: your legal duty or is that like your moral duty?
4: I believe it's both. Oh, is it? Mm Mm-hmm. If someone's sitting in front of you and you're the bartender, I've been a bartender. Yeah, that's why I'm asking you. that person's loaded, no, man, I'm shutting you down. I mean, you see people who just, they've been drinking way too much. At some point, you just have to have some common sense. You just say, you're done. You're done. And then people get combative, angry, upset, accusatory, all those things. It just comes to the territory. So, yeah, I mean, you would see that this poor woman, I'm not saying that she's totally innocent, clearly, because... She continued to drink. Uh, both parties ha- are, are to blame here. I mean,
5: it just seems like you have to take some responsibility. Of course, there.
4: yeah, right. It wasn't, lo- you know, like she was, you know, a goose, and they were like, you know, force feeding her, you know, she was right. g- having foie gras. Right. Horrible story.
5: Gosh. All right. Coming up in the next hour of the show, we're going to talk about Groundhog Day. which is coming up. Yeah. I mean, that segment is coming up. Yeah. Groundhog Day is actually happening as I mean, we speak about it. I'm getting a cat too. What? Mm,
4: yeah, we're getting a cat. Yeah, we've been petless for a while. And uh, listen, this is this a is new huge th- news. It's a new thing for us. Um, we used to have two dogs, a cat, two turtles, and a bird. We had a lot
5: there was of, a lot going on.
4: We did. you know, And of course, time, You know, we've lost that pet, lost their, there goes Sparky the cat, there mm. goes Ruby the dog, there goes Gussie. There they goes were all
5: about the same age, the right? And so they all kind of died. They, they died in a short in the very order. Yeah, short yeah. order.
4: So we have been petless for a while. So we went out and, you know, my, my wife and one of my boys we went out, this is a process. I'm not new to this process. I mean, it's like you're I mean, being, you
5: are new to the process, you mean? It's
4: like the FBI. Mm-hmm. Holy moly, huh,
5: okay, so uh, I didn't talk about this on the air before because I didn't know what the answer would be,, yeah. but I was called by said cat establishment
4: uh-huh. in the middle of a commercial break
5: asking for a reference mm-hmm. on John Hall.
6: <laughs>
5: well, believe me, that could have been a long conversation. hey, 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 on as on. it was, they asked me several questions. they asked if you were uh. Uh, financially able to well, that was a the cat. second question. The first one is whether you were emotionally able, like you Emotion. were, like you were ready.
1: Really, emotionally, personally, able, really? to that's,
5: care for a cat. That's an interesting
4: question. To and ask.
5: then the next one was, are you financially hmm. able?
4: Did you say he's a little shaky? I on did. Both, on both counts, I said.
5: Well, I'll be honest with you. We've had a lot of conversations I over mean, the years that have.
4: I don't think I let a cat with ten feet of that guy. And he's a little, you know, no,
5: no, I did. I gave you a four star review. Thank you.
4: And then they ask about declawing.
5: Will you, Will they declaw a right? the cat? Yeah. And I said no. No, of course not. Um, and uh, then the last question was, would, they, would you, I don't remember what the last, know. oh, would the cat be an outdoor cat or an indoor cat? Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But that, so I was honored yeah. even, John, to, to be, be a reference. To be Thank a you. reference.
4: Yeah, well, apparently I just got a little thing from my wife saying, okay, we got the cat. We're good to go.
5: Oh, I'm super excited yeah, for yeah. you. It's a
4: beautiful cat. Yeah, he's a long hair.
5: Beautiful want cat. All right,
4: having a cat in the house. Congratulations. For a while. I'm looking forward to. Welcome. it. Welcome. Yeah, I can't it. wait to
5: hear what you name the small. Be- or I was going to say small beast, but no, he might be large. He, he looks small in the picture.
4: We'll see. Uh, we're, I guess we're going to get him soon and very soon. Super exciting. Breaking news on the ride home.
5: <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's a clean sweep. Everyone in the ride home has a cat.
4: Excellent. I guess we'll have a few cat stories in the future, huh? Heaven help us.
8: WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the Word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Discount code ERIC.
3: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. On Capitol Hill, anti-Semitic comments have cost a controversial lawmaker her seat on a key committee in the new Republican-controlled House. More on that in a moment, but first, Former President Trump today told the Hugh Hewitt Show on the Salem Radio Network that he declassified the sensitive documents that were recovered by the FBI at his home in Florida. Just
19: so you know, very nice. I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, President of the United States, I have the power to declassify. They didn't. Uh, I didn't take anything from being a senator.
3: Mr. Trump said the Justice Department's handling of his case and President Biden's documents proves there are what he calls two standards and two sets of justice In this country, a five-year-old boy who was attacked by a mountain lion hiking in rural northern California has been released from a hospital. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average right now down close to 200 points. This is SRN News.
21: Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. You have a special event coming up in your life a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all natural, farm fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724 228 333 from your first conversation with Dawn who will help you create a menu that's unique to you to the beautiful bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create you will be delighted. After every catering event Jill tells our cooks I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse
4: you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the My Pillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, Two hand towels, two washcloths, they come in a variety of colors, and right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow Tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. What if, instead of focusing on how students can
1: serve the market, educators focused on how schools can serve students? Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills invites you to discover what a classical Christian education can offer your child. Saturday, February 4th from 10 to 1130. Meet the teachers, tour the school, enjoy brunch, and get all your questions answered about the holistic approach to education that works with the grain of your child's God-given curiosity. For more information, visit
22: trinitychristian.net. The new year gives us the opportunity to make resolutions. You may have goals focusing on your physical, mental, or financial health, but have you considered your legal health? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. You may have been putting off updating your estate plan or creating one altogether. We provide free consultations in order for you to finally check the box off your resolution list. Whether you want to discuss the difference between a will or a trust or the functions of a power of attorney, we'd love to talk to you. To schedule a free consultation today, visit a-h.law.
17: We'll see a snow squall late tonight, accumulating a coating to an inch, otherwise breezy with increasing clouds. Squalls can bring whiteout conditions at times. Expect a nighttime low of 13. Partly sunny tomorrow, breezy, much colder with a couple of snow showers and a high of 16. Partly cloudy and cold tomorrow night, low 7. Times of clouds and sun Saturday, the high 31. Expect temperatures to rebound over the weekend after the brief cold snap. With your Mackey Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program have been prerecorded.
3: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem, Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. It's uh,
4: four minutes past the five o'clock hour. That sun is so high in the sky.
5: I know. I love it. It really seems like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of sunshine outside. Soak it up.
4: It's fabulous. Seriously. Okay, so Phil
5: has seen his shadow. Yep. mm
4: -hmm. Six more weeks. Six more weeks, really? Mm-hmm. First day of spring. I love it. I mean, bring. I,
6: our... I.
5: I feel like we have been so, like, incredibly fortunate this mm-hmm. summer. I can't even come up with enough words this to summer, describe. Yeah. Or what I say summer, yeah, winter, a, winter? Because we've hardly had any snow. Yeah. New York City had their first snowfall. Remember, we were talking yeah, about yeah, how yeah. they hadn't had an appreciable snowfall. Four tenths of an inch. Yeah. So they actually did get one a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. But we've really skated.
4: Well, let's right. We've got plenty of winter left. I said plenty so of winter.
5: Far. Okay, now I don't know if we've talked about this on the air before, but the older I get, the less I mind winter.
4: Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I
5: mean, I mean I hated it a lot more a decade ago than I hate it now.
4: Well, I think everybody, you know, this is the thing about you just kinda love the hibernation. Don't you? Maybe, I love I yeah. love to hibernate. It feels yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. Right. That's part of the the glory to me of the cloudy days. It's just like everything is super enclosed. Mm-hmm. You know, you're eating, you know, some meat and potatoes and uh, mm-hmm. hanging out, watching the tube or reading a good book. Uh-huh. You're snuggling up under the comforter there. I don't know. I feel bad for people in San Diego today.
5: <laughs> Are you having to potatoes tonight?
4: Uh, I don't know what I'm having tonight. No, I have no idea.
5: Avocado toast is on the menu at the Emmons Establishment. T- uh-huh. I, I've
4: never had avocado toast. I've never had it. I've never had avocado toast. No, and I love.
13: Gotta be kidding! me. And I love myself
4: some guac. I've never had. Uh, no. Who
13: is he? Who has never had avocado toast? What do you mean?
4: Probably a large percentage of the population. That's it's kind of so like, easy to make. It's though. kind of upper crust, is what I think. No, it is. no, it's. No, it's not. And I think when you're making it, you're jangling your jewelry. You're not jangling I do believe you jewelry. are. You know, I think you might be. No, it's a, you know, it's kind of like in a different zip code than what I live in. It's. Really? I
5: just bought so much guacamole. I'm going to slap it on some bread and give it to you. Really? It's just so it's that really? easy. It's so delicious. I mean, you know, I'm not too far removed from listen, cheese. Listen, listen. Avocados were <laughs> that's so wrong. Avocados were ten for ten. When? Just on Friday.
4: What? Even inflation? Or no? Reduce, no, it was Monday. Even inflation. Uh huh.
5: Ten yeah. for ten. Ripe. So yeah. that's why we're having it tonight. Okay. So so we're each going to take probably A two avo- probably two avocados
4: and put them in, on, on toast.
5: Well, you're going well, to I lo- I, Okay, so this is what I do. am not doing it. You're gonna, you're, while your bread is toasting, yeah. you're mashing up your fresh avocado. Sure, sure, okay, sure. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. adding salt and pepper. I'm making guac. And you're adding No. What? Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't make guacamole. I just do lemon juice, lime juice, salt. olive oil. Mm-hmm. Mix, mash it all in there. Really? And then you, when the toast is done, I butter it first, because I feel like that's an important step. Then you put the avocado mixture on and then you cover it with radishes very s- sliced extremely thin really and a splash of gray sea salt oh, wow. and no <laughs> wait that's that no wait no wait, totally now wait. Zip code okay so, so wait it. so after that's done
4: la two
5: fried eggs on top
4: get out oh two fried what mm-hmm. that's avocado toast that's how
15: i eat it really? lex how do you do it not crazy far off. Uh, I mash up avocado, or if it's cheaper, I just buy guacamole and slap it on some bread.
6: Uh-huh.
15: Um, and then my toppings are usually like um, pepitas, um, mm. sriracha,
5: salt and pepper, everything but the bagel seasoning. Really? Yep. Which is delicious. Oh, and of course an egg. Really? It has to be an egg on there.
4: I had no idea.
5: Yeah. I had no idea. Lex and I are living parallel lives. Well, yeah. Listen <laughs> to
4: us. Yeah, listen to you guys, huh? Mm-hmm. We, we you're chose miss- the right producer.
5: All I can say is we're you're missing out. Yeah. It's one of the most. Don't you think it's delicious, Lexi? Oh. It's so good. Jeez, I
4: was going to have and a Totino's so, pizza roll. And
5: it's so good for you. There's so many good things in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Come over sometime. You, I'll make you some avocados. I'm toast. working with a
4: couple of Blue Bloods here.
5: Well, you know who no, we I've, are.
4: Holy smoly, huh?
5: It's not really that. I mean, think, like, I'm going to make it in seven I mean, minutes.
4: Seriously. I, I mean, could you imagine? I grew up in Swissvale. Oh hey, we're having avocado toast. What are you kidding well, me?
5: Well avocado toast wasn't a thing. Then, like that. But going, it's a thing now. Where's your chipped ham? It's not like huh? nobody in Swiss. Where's your bologna
4: is, fried bologna is, sandwich?
5: Okay, that was thirty years ago.
4: <laughs> Maybe longer. All right. Branch la, out. La have it tonight. Okay. Coming
5: right. up next, speaking of food. Yeah. How do you feel about dining out alone?
4: Me. Yeah. Uh not great.
5: Okay. Well, Alyssa Wilkinson likes it. You know I love it.
4: I prefer not to.
5: We're going to talk about it next. Don't you feel weird? Do you walk? I never feel weird. Really? Walk into a restaurant, eat by yourself. Keep what is the plan? One hundred one point
4: five
5: W O R D, the station
8: with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New,
2: new, music. new music from Bill Wickham. This is our God. This is our God. This is Easy praise from Patrick
6: Mayberry.
2: And that's enough. Brandon Heat Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and
8: the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend.
23: Let's be real. Retirement is expensive and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down well, MediShare 65 plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare parts A and B looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks is $99 a month and you can use any Medicare approved doctor or facility and you get 24 seven access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, Metashare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that'll pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about Metashare 65 Plus. Here's the number 833SHARE55. That's 833SHARE55.
18: Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing.
10: Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 626 5252 When you shop at the original mattress factory,
9: you're saving money by buying Factory Direct. But what does Factory Direct mean? We make our mattresses in our own local factories and sell them directly to you without any additional retail markup. Other mattress stores claim to be factory direct because they buy from manufacturers, but they add on a huge retail markup when they turn around and sell the mattress to you. That makes them, well, just like any other retailer. Visit an OMF location today to see the original mattress factory difference for yourself.
4: Hey, Alyssa Wilkinson is back with us. She's a regular guest on our show. She's a critic, senior culture reporter at Vox, an associate professor of English and humanities at the King's College in New York City. She is the author of a book that we love called Salty, Lessons on Eating, Drinking, and Living from Revolutionary Women. And Alyssa, welcome back to the show.
24: It's so good to be here.
4: Yeah, our pleasure. So listen, speaking of eating... You and apparently my co-host Kathy Emmons you do this thing where you unabashedly, unashamedly, unafraid you enjoy eating alone in restaurants.
24: Yes, I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, how did it start? Well, I I, you know, I didn't grow up eating in a lot of restaurants to be perfectly honest and when I moved to New York, it was sort of a foreign idea to me to, like, go into a restaurant and eat by myself. So I think it probably started when I started traveling for work. Um, You know, and when you're traveling for work and you're alone and you get off a long flight and all you want is, like, a hot meal and, you know, maybe, like, a friendly face, one of the nicest things you can do is go in a restaurant, maybe sit at the bar if you don't want to take up a whole table, and just, you know, enjoy, enjoy the experience. And then once you get used to it, it becomes not... Strange, which I think it is to some people, and uh, I grew to really love doing it in New York as well. Excellent.
4: Okay, so Kath has been doing this for a long, long time. I remember years ago, like Kath, your your kids would be like at the youth group or something like that. You'd mm-hmm. drop them off. You'd go and, and and sit down somewhere, like Alyssa just explained. You know, at, at a bar setting, read a book and have a meal.
5: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I don't know how I, I think I started doing it years ago, Alyssa, because. I just had work, I I have a hard time, you'd think this is ironic with the work I do, but I have a hard time talking too much, and Mm -hmm. I just, I need to like uh, step back and kind of get my stuff together, Mm -hmm. and I realized that when I was working a lot, especially here at the station, when I, for work, have to talk to so many people, I am not good if I can't withdraw and like get recalibrated. And so that was just an easy way for me to like get away and I could do work, but I wasn't talking Mm -hmm. when I was Mm -hmm. doing it. I think that's probably how it started, but that was a lot of years ago. And now, I mean, I guess probably another thing is that my husband's a musician and so he's usually working at you know on a Friday night or a Saturday night or yeah. whatever, and so I was just you know I like to go out and so and he was fine with it I was fine with it I mean I think one of the problems I see with people because I, people do remark to me about it when I'm out is that women think that their husband is going to be upset with them
24: mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely never had that experience myself, but like you, my husband was, um, he was working in film when we first got married, and so he was working all the time, um, and I never knew when he'd be home, and sometimes I'm the one who's working all the time now, Um, but, you know, I think that there's like a lot of reasons that particularly women, not just women, but particularly women sometimes feel weird about eating alone, and I wrote an article about it recently, and in researching it, discovered that Uh, There really were, uh, in some cases, laws against women uh, eating unaccompanied (laughs) by men. I didn't know anything about this until I read your piece. (laughs) Yeah. So it was really interesting. I started talking to restaurant historians and learned that uh, one interesting thing was that for a long time, um, and this is in cities, you know, which you might have expected to be a little more progressive about this because they had more working women or whatever um they wouldn't allow women in if they were unaccompanied by men even if there were several women so it was like you couldn't unless a man was there you couldn't come in and um the presumption was that you were a woman of low moral character (laughs) and perhaps soliciting (laughs) if you were in a restaurant but this continued into the 60s uh like the 1960s Uh, one of the craziest stories i read was that in 1969 um Eddie Ferdinand and 15 other women went into the Oak Room, which is this really nice old restaurant at the Plaza Hotel that's still there that I've been in. Um, And they charged in, like, with signs. Um, that said things like wake up plaza get with it now um, and uh, and managed to get essentially the law changed and certainly the policies there changed.
6: Oh I
4: love it. Okay so I'm old enough to remember in, in the little town that I grew up in there was a bar called the Roslyn Street Cafe and it had a women's entrance like the women had to drink in a separate room. Was it
5: at a different bar?
4: <laughs> no it was the same bar but it was a different room it was like the side <laughs> entrance and I always loved the, how cool that was you you know, we'd go in there and just kind of poke our head in, looking for those, you know, those poor straggling <laughs> women, and it was kind of like the room of shame.
5: That is really yeah. that is really funny. So how, like, when was when was that happening?
4: Uh, this was probably like you know late '60s, really? early '70s. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
24: yeah. And the idea is, you know, well, in some cases, it's well, we'll keep any women, you know, out of the way of men. But there was also another reason for this, which was that. Women sometimes want to be unbothered by men yes, <laughs> yes. when they're eating. And because there was this presumption that a woman alone in public was asking for attention, then, you know, they're, they're, those, those kinds of places that were either friendly to women or for had places for women were really designed so that... Maybe a girl who got out of her office job and just like wanted to have a a quiet drink or a, a quiet meal could go there and not worry about unwanted attention.
4: Right. Okay. So I wonder about that. So there's you and there's Kath, Kath sitting alone eating. I wonder <laughs> if people give you like frowny faces or you know like I've wolves never... come around and we're like hitting on you.
5: Well, I mean, I have had I've had I've never had a frowny face. Okay. Never had have have or that I've noticed. Um, Yeah, there are there are the guys who come up and, you know, hey, you know, do you always come here? I'm like, meanwhile, I'm reading like I'm eating
16: clam chowder and
5: reading a 900 page book. Uh, But there, the only people who've ever made comments are women who have said, I really like that you're okay to do that, which I got to be honest with you. I don't look at myself as some kind of a reform. I just never think about it. I just Mm -hmm. it's just okay. let let, me. Let me bring up this particular paragraph that you wrote here, Alyssa, because I think mm-hmm. this is I think this speaks to what kind of how I feel dining out by myself, you write is a form of self care a way mm-hmm. to derive immense satisfaction from the experience, the ambiance, the flavors, the textures, the chatter around me. without a dining companion to entertain, I can sit with my thoughts, watch the world around me, eavesdrop on fellow diners, maybe have a conversation with the bartender if I'm seated at the bar. I start to remember then. I'm not alone at all. I'm part of a Mm -hmm. community of people, and most people, believe it or not, are friendly and interesting. Eating alone in a paradoxical way can get me out of my own head. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, Mm -hmm. that's much better written than I could have done it, and that's exactly how I feel. Yeah,
24: that's that's just so much what what it is. And, you know, sometimes it's just because I can get into a restaurant I normally couldn't get into if I was asking for a table. Mm. So now I'm getting, like, a meal that I really crave or really want, but I'm kind of able to enjoy it by myself. But I really find the, like, kind of mindfulness of it, as much of a cliche that might be, to be really kind of wonderful, just being able to enjoy every piece of it. Um, You know, maybe if I have a question about it, I feel more comfortable asking the the waiter or the bartender about it because I'm not interrupting a conversation with a dining companion. Um, And I think that's really, really pretty great and a great way to experience a meal. One thing that someone brought up to me when I was researching the piece is that there are a lot of restaurants where um, there's a chef's table, which is sort of like a communal dining table Mm -hmm. that you can sit at. Um, and you don't know anyone else at the table. And so sort of like dining alone together. And that can be another way to kind of have a unique experience while while eating out.
4: Fabulous. We're talking with Alyssa Wilkinson. She's from Vox, where she's a, a critic and a movie reviewer. Uh, also, she's written some wonderful books. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. So Alyssa, uh, the idea of eating alone, and what you said intrigues me, it would gain you as a single, right, one person eating alone. You would gain entrance into a place you would not normally get get into as a couple Mm. talk about
6: that Mm -hmm.
24: well you know one issue with uh, restaurants at least where i live in new york city is that they they get very busy (laughs) Um, especially the better the restaurant or the buzzier the restaurant and especially if you're trying to eat at certain times of the day Um, but you know most places do not have reserved spots at the bar and so i really prefer going and just trying to sit at the bar, Um, usually there's a seat there. And then once in a while, you'll find yourself having a conversation with an interesting person who happens to be sitting there, too. But, you know, nobody will ever uh, fault you for just sitting at the bar by yourself. In fact, they really (laughs) I've seen looks of uh, relief pass over the face of, uh, of, you know, hostesses when I say, oh, I'll just sit at the bar. And they just think, oh, thank you so much Yeah, Um, for not taking up a table. Yeah. So it's a great but it's also a great trick for getting into that buzzy new restaurant that just seems to have the longest waiting time or, you know, is always too busy. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, So we're talking to Alyssa Wilkinson from Vox.com. And I feel like I have to say out loud something that I've been thinking from the beginning. I want to make sure that people who are listening to this conversation know that part of the reason I do this is I'm just selfish. How do you (laughs) mean? I just I I don't want to sound like I'm just so you know brilliant or I, you know that I have to be alone. It's just selfish. Like sometimes I just like
4: a secret joy. To
5: be yeah. I just like to be by myself, mm-hmm. and I just I I don't want to be encumbered by another thing. And so that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. just
24: yeah uh, yeah. But also, I mean, that kind of selfishness sometimes is like, like you said, the breather that you need to kind of like come back to yourself and then be able to go out and do whatever kind of talking or caring or whatever else you you need to do. It's like a little oasis um, that has a whole social ritual set up around it. And it really is. Wonderfully pleasant and uh, you know after I published this article I got a ton of email from people who loved it and almost all of them This was really interesting identified themselves as being in their 60s and 70s and retired um And they all of them said, I learned the joy of eating alone after I retired. And now I do it all the time. And I tell my friends they should do it, too, because it was so it was such a wonderful discovery for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really great because I think that, you know, I'm I'm almost 40 people of my generation maybe are a little more used to the idea a lot of the time. Um, but I found, you know, people my my parents age are less excited about eating alone, but it was really interesting to hear all these people say yes once I figured out that this was like a fun thing to do it's been so life-giving
4: for me. so it's not like the thing where you know a couple of years ago somebody wrote the essay about bowling alone about the loneliness of popular culture this is a positive thing so Alyssa yeah. you know uh, for for women who are out there listening and thinking I think I could do this I'm it's a little leery the great encouragement for you you would say what
24: I would say um, give it a shot, like go, maybe go at lunchtime, which is sort of a more easy time perhaps to go into a restaurant, find one that, you know, is just going to have a nice meal. It doesn't have to be extravagant and bring a book, make sure you bring a book because if you're starting to feel really awkward, um, you don't necessarily want to sit there staring at your phone, but if you have a book, it makes perfect sense. Oh, you're just sitting there enjoying your book and your lunch. And and this is lovely. Um, and, you know, and then you can kind of graduate difficulty levels um, as, <laughs> as you get more comfortable with it. But, um, but, you know, nobody, nobody thinks you're weird for doing it. It's
6: surprising, do, Alyssa, how nobody,
24: <laughs> seriously, it's like John, My
5: John's dad. dad used to say, John,
4: you know what people think about you and i'd say what he goes they're not they're too busy exactly. thinking about themselves
5: exactly right. it's amazing exactly. how it's amazing how little people care right. like people right. do not people are not going to care that you walk into a restaurant by yourself i promise you
24: yes absolutely and if they do it's probably not someone whose opinion you want to care about
5: now, listen, one of the books that you could take into a restaurant on your own is Salty Lessons yeah. on Eating, <laughs> Drinking and Living from Revolutionary Women, because it's one of my favorite books of the year. It's just super fun. And here's the thing. If you are maybe daunted by reading or maybe you think, "I, I you know, I've had a novel on my shelf for six months. Alyssa's book is really great because you can just read a a chapter about a person and then take a break and then read another chapter about a person. It's an ideal thing for your eating out alone experience. Alyssa Wilkinson, thanks for being here. Thank you so much.
8: This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or are taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or are on prescription medications, you may still qualify for a half million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote right now by visiting TermProvider.com. That's TermProvider.com or simply call TermProvider at 800-333-1750. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues call term provider at 800 1750 that's 800 1750
4: have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store but then when you got to use it it's not very absorbent it's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry that's why my pillow has developed the my pillow towels towels that work i know it's mind-blowing towels that actually dry you their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels Two hand towels, two washcloths, they come in a variety of colors, and right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow Tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit mypillow.com, promo code WORD. Rama Christian School is a private
1: school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through eighth grade. Recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence, Rama aims to develop the whole child spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rama is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders, also offering programs for homeschool families, accepting enrollment now for the current school year and opening soon for the 2023-24 school year. Visit RemaCristianschool.org.
0: Discover the magnificence of the Mediterranean with Alistair Bay and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Nine life-changing days of powerful worship, Bible study, and history. Sign up now, at deeperfaithcruise.com.
8: Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
17: We'll see a snow squall late tonight, accumulating a coating to an inch, otherwise breezy with increasing clouds. Squalls can bring whiteout conditions at times. Expect a nighttime low of 13. Partly sunny tomorrow, breezy, much colder with a couple of snow showers and a high of 16. Partly cloudy and cold tomorrow night, low 7. Times of clouds and sun Saturday, the high 31. Expect temperatures to rebound over the weekend after the brief cold snap. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
5: Does this make sense? Yeah. Does what make sense? A mom and pop grocery store. Oh.
4: One hundred percent. This country was built on mom and pop grocery stores. It was my childhood aspiration to own my own mom and pop grocery store. In our in our hometown, in my neighborhood, Butlers. Hmm was our mom and pop grocery store. It was mm-hmm. literally a block from our house. At one time, I'm sure there were tens of thousands of mom and pop grocery stores, and they sold the basics. Lunch meat, bread, milk, cheese, soda pop, penny candy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I can't tell you. I, I hope I get to revisit Butler's at some point in my life. In my imagination, I go there frequently. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it makes perfect window. sense. Yeah
5: into the inner life now in this era of of the enormous grocery store yeah uh you still say that the mom and pop store makes sense
4: yeah yeah if you if you're fortunate to live in a neighborhood because there's still some of them out there yeah you would sing their praises Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean the 7-eleven or the you know co not the same they can't no they can't hold a candle to that convenience store no the mom and pop grocery store they know they knew you you knew them I mean, a lot of places, my, my parents never did this, but you could run a tab. I knew guys would, run, you know, put it on my tab, mm-hmm. and on payday day, you come down and pay it off. No, it was the lifeblood of a community, mom and pop grocery stores. Why'd you bring that up?
5: Well, You're gonna ask me what I think. Oh
4: yeah, does it make sense?
5: Yes! Oh good. It makes all the sense, John. Here's where I am. Mm. I don't wanna to go to large grocery stores because they are too big, it's too many options. I, I, I would rather, if you gave me my option, Every day to shop all the time in a mom and pop grocery store. Well,
4: you're eating avocado toast. You think you're going to get that at the mom and pop grocery store?
5: Yeah, you can buy an avocado at a mom and pop grocery store. I'm not sure about that. I don't know.
4: I don't know if they're selling avocados. It
5: still makes sense.
4: All right, does this make sense? The wireless printer.
5: Oh, yes. All the sense. I love it. I use mine all the darn time. I never had one. You never had a wireless printer. And then I got
4: one. (gasps) Oh. I'm printing from my phone. Holy moly, I'm like king of the world all of a sudden. Oh yeah, I just need that.
5: Are you thinking, what were you doing all this time? What was I thinking? That's what you'll think when you try avocado toast also. Let me just put that in (laughs) parenthetically. Okay, back to the printer. Yeah. So now you're printing out all sorts of stuff just because you can't?
4: No, no, I don't like to overprint. No, because you want to overprint. No, but it's a lot easier. I don't have to open up a laptop or a PC, choosing my phone.
5: How'd you get a wire, wireless printer? My kid. Oh, god.
4: Secondhand news. I don't even care. Telling Came you. my way. Feeling good about it okay, as Okay, well. I feel
5: good about a mom and pop store?
4: Excellent. Feeling good a wireless printer? Not so good about avocado toast.
24: 101.5 WORD. Nothing says I love you more than
13: winning $2,000 for your sweetheart. Enter the $2,000 Valentine's Day Sweepstakes. It's $2,000 for you to spend on your sweetie. Increase
24: your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day between now and February 12th.
12: And complete bonus activities to give you more entries.
2: Sign up to win at
23: wordfm.com. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 Plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B, looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks is $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare approved doctor or facility, and you get 24 7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that'll pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now, you can learn more about MediShare 65 plus. Here's the number, 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55, 833-SHARE-55.
13: My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease. He ended up spending about the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open-heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero Wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon. Starlight doesn't just give items that hospitalized kids can use to keep themselves happy, but also memories, moments and experiences which are so needed in times like these, they allow sick kids to just be kids for a little while. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part to creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today.
22: The new year gives us the opportunity to make resolutions. You may have goals focusing on your physical, mental, or financial health, but have you considered your legal health? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. You may have been putting off updating your estate plan or creating one altogether. We provide free consultations in order for you to finally check the box off your resolution list. Whether you want to discuss the difference between a will or a trust or the functions of a power of attorney, we'd love to talk to you. To schedule a free consultation today, visit a-h.law. Frederica Matthews
4: Green is back with us. Frederica has been a guest over the many, many years we've done the show. And Frederica always comes at, at us with a very interesting orthodox perspective. And today, of course, is no different. Hi, Frederica. How are things?
7: Hi, John. Well, we're doing pretty well. Excellent. It's a. A special day, of course, because it's Groundhog Day <laughs> and I know that's probably the main thing people <laughs>
14: it is, yes, have on their minds Pennsylvania.
7: Yes. <laughs> it is. Okay, but it's yeah, all but
5: you yeah. also tell us it's the feast of the presentation in the mm-hmm. temple. So talk about what that means.
7: Yes, so February second, from time immemorial, and it probably has something to do with the roots of the Groundhog Day tradition as well. <laughs> this has been, this has been a feast of light. We're in the depths of the dark of winter. It's starting to get light again. So it celebrates that. But the biblical event that it observes is, uh, we read about it in Luke chapter 2, where the Virgin Mary and Joseph go into the temple to make the sacrifice that was required in the Old Testament when there was a newborn boy. And this is that that wonderful moment when they encounter an aged man named Simeon, and he takes the child in his arms, and he reveals that God had told him, you won't die until you see the Messiah. You will live until then. So now he's very old. He's ready to go. And when he takes this child in his arms, it's that beautiful hymn that many denominations sing. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace mm. according to thy word. You know that one for mine eyes have seen mm. thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people is real. Mm. <clears throat> so it's a it's a very beautiful a song, it's a beautiful picture. Um, in the Orthodox Church, icons follow God. of set patterns you don't make up a new icon of what that moment looked like so if you look at this one you'll see mary and the baby jesus is in simeon's arms but he's reaching back for his mother Hmm. (laughs) just like a real baby would do he's like mom i don't know this guy get me out of here (laughs) (laughs) but i think the thing for for christians it's so interesting about about this moment with the elder Simeon is that until now, everything has been very positive. That um, when Mary heard from Gabriel that she was going to have a son, she, mm-hmm. you know, I, my soul magnifies the Lord. And it was full of terms of victory. You know, he has showed strength. He has cast down the mighty. He has uh, scattered the proud. And it's all very up. <laughs> and then she goes to Elizabeth. And with Elizabeth, again, there's rejoicing. But then it's a little odd with Simeon because after he says this beautiful hymn, um, he says to Mary, This child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel mm. and for a sign that will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul, that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. So if Mary thought when the angel came to her, um, this is the Messiah. He's going to free us from our Roman conquerors. Once again, we'll be free, and you know the mighty will be cast down. If she was, if she was thinking like that, you know, it's kind of that song about Mary, did you know, um, that people argue about so much. But when she uh, said what she thought about the child that was coming, it sure does sound like a victory, like a military victory, even. But then Simeon says, a sword is going to go through your soul. This child will be spoken against. And then that mysterious thing about the thoughts of many hearts are going to be revealed. It's like, what does that have to do with anything? We've got to get rid of these Romans. That's the important thing. Yeah. Um, thoughts out of many hearts. So it wouldn't make sense until Jesus began his teaching and saying that, that sin begins in the heart. It begins with a thought. It was a much deeper way of approaching the problem with sin than than they'd ever done before.
4: I love it. Mm. it it's certainly mm. it, it is cataclysmic, isn't it? A much much deeper mm. way, Frederica.
7: Yes, it's it's shocking, and you just wonder what Mary thought at that moment. Mm. Um, what does it mean that a sword will go through my mm-hmm. through my skull? Um, why would that happen? Because this is the Messiah, and now we're going to be free. I. I just wonder, you know, how she took those words, how she understood them, and of course, it says she ponders these things yeah. a couple of times. In Luke, it says she's pondering these things in her heart. Um, the The word, the Greek word for ponder, there is actually a word, word. It's related to our word symbol. It means to throw things together. So it's like she's drawing together all the the Psalms and hymns and scriptures she'd heard all her life and her experience and what the angel said and all these things, she's throwing it all together and like trying to see what is God doing here? Mm -hmm. Mm Because obviously it's going to be something that will have some surprises and some heartbreak.
4: You know, it's interesting, Frederica, you know, uh, of course, you know this, but uh, within Christendom, Mary is, sadly, uh, oddly, I would say, a controversial figure. And I I think when you strip it away, at least when I, you know, we tend to, as believers, look at Mary as gentle in some way. Mm -hmm. But I believe that Mary was incredibly fierce, Mm -hmm. that there was something so deeply powerful about her. This was a woman that you did not want to trifle with.
7: Yes, yes, I really think that's so. And you're picturing, you know, just a teenage girl. But She really was a very strong figure. She was strong enough to say yes to the angel when he told her this astonishing thing. And she was strong enough to take it when Simeon gave her that that strange word that she had to ponder over. Um, All the way through when she shows up from time to time in the Gospels, you just see that she was a, a powerful and decisive woman, mm. the kind of woman who could raise the Messiah as her mm. own son.
5: Mm. I was thinking so I, I, I was I, I was thinking about what she said, Frederica, when mm. uh the angel announced that she'd be pregnant anyway, is you know, her you know, my soul glorifies the Lord, you know, her her mm. magnificat there. It's pretty I mean she sounds pretty fierce in what she says. I mean, she's she's rejoicing in the downfall of the ungodly, right? That's one of the things that, I mean, someone said, yeah. someone's not going to say that who's, you know, kind of like, you know, uh, a girl who's afraid of conflict, right? Yeah.
7: <laughs> That's right. So it's very much a, a revolutionary mood that he's shown strength of his arms, scattered the proud, put down the mighty, and, and all of this, all this very powerful language. Mm-hmm. And what she... Perhaps didn't know. I mean, maybe she knew more than, than we would have known in the circumstances. We don't know how much God told her in prayer. But um, she may not have known that the evil one is the mighty one who is pulled down. Mm-hmm. The The devil, the one Satan, the one who hates us, who hates all mankind. It's not just a matter of Rome and Israel. It's humanity versus the evil one who wants to destroy us, that is who is going to be defeated by Christ's resurrection. That is who's going to be pulled down from his throne. Yes. So it's as so often in the Bible, people say things that have more meaning even than they realize.
4: Yes. I remember being a schoolboy, and the one of the images I, I, I was fascinated by was Mary barefoot with her foot on the serpent.
5: Oh, yeah.
7: I mean, oh, yeah. That's yeah, a good yeah. one. <laughs> I mean, again, yes, she's yes. fierce, man.
4: Mm-hmm. She's got the mm-hmm. she's got the evil one right where she wants him.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Then it says in uh, Genesis one or two, it says your heel will crush his head, mm. and I think that's what that's depicting. That um, it's it's not only. Um, you know, certainly it's not Joseph that's being called on to defeat the evil one here. It's Mary, this probably you know petite and and not very physically powerful girl who just had a dynamo of power inside of her. Yeah. I do wish that more Christians thought about her and knew her and respected her. If, if it wasn't for the the overdoing of the idolatry, I, that's maybe too strong, but perhaps Mary was treated in a in a way that would have made even her uncomfortable.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> you know that that like confuses confuses us, and we can't see past it to that. You know, if if nothing else, she deserves the same kind of respect we would give to Saint Paul. That she 's a very important New Testament figure, and yeah. when you think about how much Jesus must have loved her, that she taught him to walk, you know mm-hmm. he would come toddling toward her and loving her and loving her smile the The, the place of Mary within the life of the Lord must have been huge, yeah. and if you were invited to your <laughs> you're invited to your boss 's house for dinner, and he said, "Oh, I want to introduce you to my mother." You know, if you ignored her, <laughs> yeah. that that would not impress your boss. No, no. And Jesus feels that same kind of love for his mother. And he doesn't want us to make her into an idol by any means. Yes. But I think he'd like it if we treated her with respect and with love yeah. and affection.
4: I mean, there she was, first breath, last breath. I mean, the mm. parentheses in the life of Jesus. That's, that's so incredibly powerful.
7: Oh, it is. Oh, it is. The... The story of Jesus, the story of his death being a victory, there's nothing like that. And she had that front row seat. She was right there from the beginning to the end and probably understood it and pondered it more than we would ever be able to.
5: That's Frederica Matthews-Green, author of The Jesus Prayer, The Ancient Desert Prayer That Tunes the Heart to God. And welcome to the Orthodox Church, an introduction to Eastern Christianity.
4: Frederica, it's always a pleasure. What you present to us is powerful. We thank you for your presence here.
7: Thank you, John. Thank you, Kathy. Bye-bye. Our pleasure. Good to talk to you, Frederica.
4: Frederica Matthews-Green. I mean, we love The Jesus Prayer. Do yourself a favor. That's a fabulous, fabulous little book with great theological prayerful weight. The Jesus Prayer. Frederica Matthews Green.
11: Word FM listeners, in this year radio commercial, I'm going to show you how the famous quote, two birds, one stone, should actually be four birds, one stone. I can see you're on the edge of your seat, but let's at least give it a try. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and what we're seeing from families across the country is how one stone, the cash-out refinance, is helping families four different ways. The cost of everything is currently crazy, which is spiking credit card debt, where interest rates are often three to five times higher than mortgage interest rates, which is why we're seeing family after family taking advantage of the fact that their home has skyrocketed in value and cashing out that newfound money to pay off the credit card monster, using leftovers on special purchases, setting a bit extra aside for future peace of mind. And the fourth positive is cleaning up debt improves your credit score, giving you better future options. If you're curious what a cash out refinance would do for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court Melbourne, New York. And thirteen
4: thirty. That's the lady Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent. It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the My Pillow towels. Towels that work. I know it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow Tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we.
2: Geneva College understands that you're passionate about your life's work. Through Geneva's graduate degree programs, you'll be equipped to fully pursue your faith life calling, excelling in your field, and moving forward for a purpose. In your studies and in your work, you'll be challenged to seek God's design in all things, integrating faith and life, aspiring, leading, and achieving your goals for all that you're created to be and do. You were made for this. Visit Geneva.edu slash graduate to learn more
4: in our readings uh, Kath and I we're, we're always reading about the church Christ God we have a wide sort of net you know theological issues spiritual issues
5: contemporary current yeah things that we're talking about
4: so you come up sometimes with really weird things you know things that are purported as spiritual, which I sometimes uh, go, I'm not really so sure about that. Such is the case that we saw today. Um, This is from the Associated Press. And the headline reads, Psychedelic Churches in U.S. Pushing Boundaries of Religion. And the story essentially is people in the Utah, Arizona desert area And these churches, now they say that these churches exist in every major city in this country.
5: And it is part of a growing global trend.
4: Where they take a Amazon forest ingredient and it turns into a psychedelic, where when you take this thing, you are hurling, I mean, in sickness. But then you go on, for lack of a better word, a psychedelic trip.
5: Mm Mm-hmm. Right. This is called ayahuasca. And that is my best guess at how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. People take it. It's it's in T form. And they're looking for, according to this article, I'm reading from CBS uh, or from ABC, pardon me, uh, spiritual enlightenment and an experience that they say brings them closer to God than traditional religious services. Now, John, <laughs> you saying that people get super sick is an understatement about the testimonies that we see in this article. I mean, people are absolutely like deathly ill. And yet when they trip trip, uh, then they're hoping that they get relief from PTSD. They get healing from a disease. They have relief from anxiety. They have uh, an escape from their sleeplessness, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody goes, I guess, for a different reason. So the article goes on to tell the story of these people that show up on a Friday night in October. They're in a room with flickering candles, Mm -hmm. uh, with psychedelic art, with statues of the Virgin Mary and Mother Earth next to an altar. I mean, this is creepy. It is. A mix of military veterans are in the room, corporate executives, thrill seekers, ex-members of a polygamous Mormon sect, and a man who supposedly struck it rich on a game show we all together. They'd paid nine hundred dollars for the weekend and they sat awaiting the arrival of this Colombian shaman and traditional healer who oversaw the ceremony.
4: Listen, the movement found a foothold in the 1980s and more recently as celebrities like Aaron Rodgers, Will Smith and Prince Harry talked about doing this.
5: If, I mean, that's what just what explains all of them.
4: i I mean there is a thread there isn't there
5: there certainly is
4: uh what hummingbirds right
5: hummingbird is the name of the ceremony right and apparently it's it's a weekend long thing um people are looking for uh Some kind of experience that will take them out of the trajectory they're in, I think is the best way to say it. Right.
4: Okay. So here's Courtney Close, who is Hummingbird's founder, credits this drug with helping her overcome cocaine addiction and postpartum depression, believes the designation as a church helps show the participants are doing this for, quote, religious reasons. But when it comes to defining it as a religion, Close stresses much depends on individual participants' experience. It's not a church.
5: No, it's nothing like a church. Good grief. We just
4: quote, we just try to create a spiritual experience without any dogma and just let people experience God for themselves. Now I'm sure if you're tripping yeah, sooner or later, you're going to experience God. Yeah. Or you think you will. Yeah.
5: Some people are spending thousands of dollars taking ayahuasca at five star retreats in the Amazon. In the U S the movement remains apparently largely underground promoted by social media and word of mouth. Mm hmm. I mean, this is not going, you're not going to get confused between this and a Western church because this has no written text. It relies primarily on Davila's prayers, chants, and songs in Spanish and in the language of the Comensa people to guide participants. Davila follows traditions he learned from his grandfather in Colombia, spending several days preparing the ayahuasca. He blows tobacco snuff up some participants' noses to heighten the effect of the experience.
4: So one of the participants weeks after the fact is quoted as saying, I feel healthier. (laughs) I feel like a dark force has been taken out of my soul. All right. I mean, you would think that a dark force would enter your soul by engaging in that. Don't you think? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but the rub is we designate this as a religion. Right. When it's just, you know, people tripping together.
5: you can read this in the Associated Press. I'm reading it. Uh, It was picked up by ABC News. I'm sure it's picked up by a lot of places. Um, Any healing that we look for ultimately that is um, that we, that Jesus isn't involved in um, I think is short-sighted. Now you can say, okay, well, what about the cancer center? Well, I'm not saying that Jesus isn't involved in what's going on in the cancer center. I think he absolutely is. This though does not feel, yeah. this feels like an occult practice. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I would say so.
5: And so I, I'm i all in favor of traditional medicine. I'm all in favor of going to your doctor. I think it's great that you go to a therapist. I think we all of, all of those things are great. This to me seems dangerous.
4: Well, what's going to happen, I think you see this already, is with, you know, the deregulation uh, of drugs, there'll be more and more things like this, whether it's mm-hmm. this particular drug or, right. you know, weed churches or whatever, mm-hmm. th- that's just on the agenda. I-, I don't know. People are looking for some and sort there's of... And no,
5: there's no regulation. There's no federal regulation no. on this substance.
4: I mean, just people are looking for relief, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, and
5: the... I understand... Believe me, aren't we all?
4: Yes, exactly.
5: Every single person listening to this program 100%. is looking for relief from something.
4: Yeah, it's a hard and brutal yep. and ugly, harsh world. There's no yep. doubt about that. Um, I don't know. Jesus came to save here. Yes. I, I don't believe and he's it's found fa- in the psychedelic.
5: He, yeah, and he's faithful always through every circumstance, and his promises are true. That's our two cents. Anyway, that's something. Yeah, it sure
4: is. That is something.
5: Anyway, uh, also celebrating a big Pitt men's basketball win over North Carolina last night. It was epic. When,
4: when's March Madness?
5: Uh, in March.
4: They might get a seating.
6: I
5: mean, I think if they, I heard today if they can go six and two, uh, the rest of the conference season will be good. I'm ready. we're wearing my Pitt gear starting Monday. All
3: right. Why wait? The Ride Home
4: with John and Kathy, a
0: production of Salem Media Group